Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. I'm going back to where the beach is near. The beer is dear. Well, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Hello and welcome to the Sligo Show, Sligo's newest sports and entertainment show every Thursday night. Uh, here I on. think you might have the wrong show there, mate. Oh, that's that new idea that's on <laughs> Facebook every Thursday. Yeah, very, very <laughs> great initiative shown there. Original, I think. Uh, saucer of milk for the lads. <laughs> <laughs> We're very salty here today, licking our wounds. And I'll bless the luck to the boys. Um, season two, episode two, lads. Uh, of the Sligo Way podcast, sponsored by Bavaria Zero Zero. Cool and refreshing. Drinking and driving? Have a Zero Zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are we, boys? Good to be back. All good, all good, Ed. All good to be here. Yeah. We're a bit earlier today. We're, we're, well, we're well talked out today now. We're, we're headed to the game, are we? We had a bit of a rush job last week, I think. But yeah. It was, training needed to be attended to now. Goodness. And you're booked in for a, a, you're teeing off in the golf I'm club, teeing off this evening, yeah. yeah. I, I planned it around you, Ed, I Thanks very much, Ronan. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, so, lads, yeah, there's an awful lot to get through from last week's as well. Um, just from the correspondence, just from the general chit chat. Um, the Carvery. The Carvery, yeah, the Carvery continues. Uh, raises its delicious head. Yeah, the Carvery debacle, I nearly call it. It is a debacle stage. at this stage. It's yeah, very it was bad actually, for the yeah, town. Niall sent us in a tweet there, basically. He's right, though. He yeah. is right. There's only one place in town that does a proper Carvery anymore. We're talking to Sligo Park, are we? We, That's no, what he's saying, no? He's saying Psycho Park or the Glass, not the Glass House. Um, oh, Lions's. All right. Okay. So Lions's does a carry as well, but I suppose if you're looking for a bit of sustenance before yeah. hitting the beer on a Tuesday afternoon at maybe half 12, one o'clock. The city yes. hotel used to do a carry. Yeah, we would have. Molly Fulton's doesn't know. Strikes me as a place that would. Not town, though. Not town. Not no, no, oh, can't be considered town sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, There's sorry. men talking about Carberry for reasons to, f- to fill their bellies up before they go drinking, I think. So maybe that mad fella from Dundalk wasn't too far off. Maybe this multi-million pound Carberry idea. <laughs> oh, it just needs to be marketed right. <laughs> he was claiming millions, they were going for millions. Everyone loves turkey and ham. 
Yeah. Um, was there, did he look for definitive ranking of top carefreeze in town? Did he? No, he was just wanted acknowledgement. Yeah, just just that there is no opportunity. Like, he, I think he's saying that Lions is always busy on. Yeah, it's busy spot. It doesn't I've got an idea now. Instead of these new coffee horse carts, we get a cavalry horse cart. <laughs> Yeah. We can just pull up <laughs> the big carvery horse cart. What, you know, like the ice cream van has a jingle. What jingle with the carver with the carvery van? <laughs> oh, Pulling into a state. It'd be like, no, it'd be like the, 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 the go well no, 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 the Coronation Street team tune. <laughs> and instead of all kids running after, like middle-aged men coming after <laughs> with the check shirts on them. Oh, we, we, yeah, yeah. yeah, go on, put more gravy on that, will you? <laughs> uh, very good. I don't know that we answered that question at all. There. <laughs> no, I think it's just an acknowledgement that there is a lack of carveries in town. I think that's. That's what Big lack of carries, yeah. Uh, petition going to get the car. Well, look, there's talk there's that the Rovers might be getting the car free up in the showgrounds. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, will that take off? What else? A nudist beach discovered in Sligo. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, wow. I actually, I drove to Mullockmore yesterday and it was carnage out there. But uh, you know the turn for Cliffney Pitch there? Yeah. That place was swamped down. Yeah. So I assume that must have been the route to the nudist beach. You can get to the sand dunes that way. Oh, the route to the nudist beach? Hmm. Well, just on Twitter last night, this was... Uh, Ross, you uh, were in Mullockmore as well this week. I was in Mullockmore, yeah. Were you bathing? Were you bathing? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see by our, uh, our sun-kissed arms here, the two of us sporting yeah, horrible... Yeah, raw now. Um, so you reckon the nudist beach is across the soccer pitch? What someone was saying, Cliffney's, well, I assume that was the only yeah, place I could Cliffney, fi- yeah. figure out where it could be. Interesting. And there was a huge crowd pulled up there now as well. <laughs> so maybe, I don't know, there could be... You think they're all nudists? It was Alan Rooney on Twitter. Alan Rooney was the one who spotted it, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'd love to know how he spotted it. Like, but they've been wearing face masks, nude with face masks. <laughs> was, was he pulling it down over there? <laughs> was he sunbathing and like in his fucking, in a pair of Speedos and this, yeah. this scantily clad old fella <laughs> shaking the fist and the, the other bits at him? Well, actually, I was on the beach in Monarch Moor myself yesterday and I was lying down and then I looked to my left and there was a, a fella, I'd say he was pushing 90. In the, in, the, in the Speedo was doing sit-ups and push-ups beside me. He wasn't 90. <laughs> I'm telling you, he was ancient. Some right. sight, uh, but very nimble. We, might get, we might get a man for an interview. <laughs> Good start to this, this our sports podcast, uh, lads. We'll move on. So when we're off the topic of sport, to the Strand Hill Notice Board Facebook page. Oh, God. What is... Local what is, what seaside is, town is full on sunny weekend, and that seems to be a problem. Look. Young hipsters yell at cloud. Lack <laughs> <laughs> of clouds. <laughs> not young hipsters, and half. I'm not gonna say something I regret here. <laughs> you get ran out of Strand Hill by the new Strand. By the new Strand Hillians, only there a few years. It's not even. Oh, they're fucking pretentious. What bastards. would they? What would they? What would they wave instead of pitchforks? Uh, avocados. <laughs> um, I I put a post up a few years back of something with the GA or something something with the sport around the area. It got taken down for, what was it? I know that I, I wasn't being local or the post wasn't about local. But yet some fucking, sorry, <laughs> someone's having an old furniture sale there. It's the biggest <laughs> thing in the world. And, uh, or someone's recycling their own shit to make vegetables. People aren't happy though. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, now, in fairness, it was absolute carnage. It was carnage everywhere. The street of the beach was closed yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. Mullet was obviously Moore was through my tail back at the gala shop, some book, you know, you can pull in there. The church was full, yeah. car park, and there's people are actually parking up my estate. But someone pulled in side, or not side, was lengthways and just caused absolute havoc. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I had a few words with a woman. But look, I, sh- I probably should have walked down to the shop myself. <laughs> <laughs> 200 yards away and I drove down. Just leave the hazards on and go into the shop. <laughs> and sticking with sport, uh, Jack B. Yates. Uh, Jack B. Yates, <laughs> well, you, you were doubting me last week, lads. No, and, yeah, you no, know, um, shame on us. To be fair, we, I doubted myself, but 
Um, good to see he's going to be we'd encourage everybody to go along to an island the, the next island, model, yeah. model centre is opening again so back in the back of our show was it it uh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. reached out to us and got a lot of traction well, uh, there's rumour that they're going to bring the medal in the silver, medal, the silver medal yeah that's, that's yeah. the big centrepiece of it um, sorry it's going to be phone here because um, Michael Drummond wasn't it quashed the rumour that oh that he might have been the first Olympian yeah yeah Although I suppose yeah, it's even from Zygo. He's not even from Zygo, no. But, <laughs> yeah. I suppose we're laying claim to him. But. Uh, where is this now? Uh, sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sligo's first Olympian played in soccer. John Joe... Dykes. Dykes. JJD. JJD. Yeah, I think, I think that was on the back of his jersey. Um, <laughs> he played for Irish in the Olympics. So That was 1924 as well. Out of the, yeah, out of the way, uh, Jack B. Yates. He painted a race on the Liffey, actually, I think. Yeah, that was the one. That was the... A, a, a beautiful painting as well. Now we're getting into the sport. Yeah, yeah. Now we're getting sport. <laughs> Mark McSharry. Yes. <laughs> he returned off the back. He had a yeah. statement out today. Yeah, he's... Um, Marco. Uh, rightly so, I suppose. Yeah. He's looking local, for... Local sports enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> we what might do? We might try and get him on, I think. I'd love the... to get him on. Yeah, we've reached, on, Mark, out from, we've reached out to the McSharry camp. We've reached so out, ex- Ross, ex- ex- Explain what he did. I didn't really see it probably. It's about um, it's about uh, trying for fans, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So he wants. He was saying, in fairness, he he does have a point. He is right. Shout out three games. Yeah. yeah, it's a huge. It's actually a huge advantage. And yeah. like he is right. Like on the basis that, you know, there hasn't been high covers rates in Sligo. So why not have a test event here where it's actually easier to trace people? Hundred percent. Yeah, you know that's I mean? right. And anyway, test event, no test event. I mean, fuck's sake! If a thousand people can't sit in the show, open them up safely enough. Like yeah. You know, even After if you get to... on over the weekends around the country. Yeah, like if you think about it, like you've well, you seen Cliffney Beach at the weekend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not mask or clothes between. <laughs> <laughs> and that fellow was up trying to get the other fella piggyback at one stage, and I didn't know. <laughs> but no, he's right. But you're right as well, and his point is right about um, Sligo, which surely, which has such low numbers. Yeah, we're trying to the trace. Like if, the breaks, if there's a thousand people break out in Dublin again, that could sure. multiply straight away. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, I think no, we we get the back attack try and get him on for a just a sporting related chat. No, you were no heading towards no the nickname politics. towards him there. You have yeah. Mac attack, <laughs> and yeah, McMillions, McMafia, um, loads of them. Yeah, loads can rhyme with Mac. Um, yeah, Maco, um, <laughs> Maco Villapola. Um, yeah, I'd love to get John reaching out. So that'll be great. Um, I think that's it. For the intro, we're going to get into a, bit of, a small bit of surfing today, actually, for the first time on the show, Ross. Uh, yeah, I might hit that Gary now. McDale, I think, over in El Salvador at the moment. He's uh, beautiful his, this time of year. Yeah, he's beginning his um, Olympic qualification. So I think he had round one of the qualification <coughs> series, finished second, um, top two progressed to the next round. Now, that said, there are nine rounds of right. qualification um, on this uh, Olympic quest. But Aaron O'Donnell has been keeping us up to date with that. He has, and he's going to check in a little bit more. Uh, Correspondence next week to, to update us, but um, best of luck to him. Another man on a Olympic uh, adventure. Jesus, three Olympians would be something else, wouldn't it? Be unbelievable. He yeah. was uh, in the same group, his same heat as the world number one, was he? I think so. Yeah, but he still he finished second, so yeah, obviously class. the world number one must have finished first. <laughs> yeah. I presume it's just I presume it's judges and point scores are. Correct. We'll find out. Aaron, Aaron's actually going to do. He's offered to do a surfing for, for, for dummies. dummies. Yeah, so he's going to make it easy for us to know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, lads. Interesting start. We'll come back with the correspondence. Hello, my name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. Okay, Mr. Burns. Uh, what's your first name? I don't know. Okay, lads. A lot of correspondence in as usual. It's the, the nation's favorite. <laughs> the nation's the town's favorite. It definitely is. Uh, looking from the, we can check back how the show is going, and that's the most popular segment of the show, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll start with one uh, a follow up from one that came in last week 
as regards young Damien Cullen, yeah. a, a young listener yeah. who what do you see, who um, wanted to find out what the whereabouts of Benny the Bull. We started a petition, didn't really share it too much, but I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> I had forgot about it. <laughs> we put a bit of uh, life back into it during the week. We made some inquiries, and there has been a half offer out to us to don the paintable suit. <laughs> now, can I just say it here, Ado, you were full of beans for this, you championed for this, if, the, if, if, if we can reach an agreement with the, with the Rovers here. You are donning the, the outfit. <laughs> it's not a shared thing. I'll do it once. <laughs> uh, and we can document the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're live streaming the whole day. Like, do, yeah, yeah. I did live playing the ball. That'll be a, yeah, a live Instagram uh, story for the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sitting in an office. The suit is sitting in an office yeah. in the showgrounds. Needs a bit of love. We've tracked it down. Um, might need to go to Keely Strike Cleaners, maybe. But, yeah. I definitely look, will after it anyways. I'll do a game. I'll do a game. There we go. Are you allowed to play a puck behind the goals, though? Because I was thinking of doing, like, <laughs> fake matador stuff and charging towards yeah. a, a red rag and all sorts of stuff. But how, I how, assume you could definitely jazz yeah. it up a bit. How are the or handstands? Like, could you do any handstands? No, I'd say that suit isn't handstand. <laughs> I'd be afraid of it coming off and I've nothing underneath. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're doing an unbelievable uh, job doing a cartwheel <laughs> that your, your upper half is exposed to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Only when you feel the breeze, you know, you're in trouble. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, Exciting. Fun. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, what am I on about? Why did I say this now? But it'll be good, it'll be good crack. It would, it would, yeah. But just a very, a trial basis. But what if the kids love me? <laughs> Who's going to say no to them? What a, what, a, what a buzz. It could be a second job for you. It could be, yeah. Big <laughs> and nasty mascot because I'm bullying other ones. <laughs> I'd fight Hooperman for charity. So that's uh, Damien. If you're wondering, your favorite childhood hero, Benny the Bull, could be on the way back. He might be resurrected. He might be. Okay. Uh, Murty, we'll go to you first um, for this week's question. Right. Um, <laughs> so it, it's kind of a, a twofold question here that came in from um, uh, came in from Malachi McGowan and uh, Shane Ward. So Malachi said, How can Sligo football be saved? <clears throat> I assume this is on the back of the. Uh, there's a BAV 0-0 being opened. Yep. But uh, I assume this is on the back of the, uh, I suppose, trencing that Sligo took yesterday. And then Shane Ward was wondering, after winning five in a row county titles, are Tordestran targeting the Sligo Leitrim Junior Soccer League next year? Surely the only explanation why they have none on the county panel. So right. we'll go over to our GEA expert, Ross, on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely nothing from my end, lads. <laughs> As you were. What do you say? How can Sligo County of football So be anyway, saved? yeah, yeah. The saved, like... Um, I think club football has to improve, first of all. Yeah, to take on board my suggestion from last year. How was that again? Mixing up the championship. Although they've give, given mm. it a good structure again this year. I do think club football has... I have a few thoughts. on like, gone down in recent in the last... Compared to maybe 10 years ago. I definitely do. I don't know if I said this last year, but the most competitive stages of Gaelic when we were growing up was probably between 1997 and maybe 2005-ish. Yeah, and at that time you had even if you brought it as far as two thousand Sligo or two thousand seven when Sligo won Connacht, you had had like years where Sligo won Connacht, Leash won Leinster, Westmead won Leinster, yeah. Limerick went close and Munster a few times. But at that stage, there was two Division One, so there was one A, one B. Yeah, a lot of people are plugging towards that. But do you not think that that raises the standards? No, it does. But like Sligo aren't winning at Division Four standards. No, I understand that. I understand that. But like <coughs> it, yeah, it does. It does. It doesn't. Like. Um... I don't mind the one, two, three, four. Like, if you're good enough, you get up, you get up the grades. Like, yeah, I know. I, but by not playing these, like, I think I know what you mean. I do. Like, know what even you mean. the drop off between Division One and maybe you might always like say Mayo or kind of walking through Division Two this year. Yeah. Like, 
the, the draw, just not having played them top team. Although, in saying that, Corkback carried the Division 3 team. Well, Ross Common are the best example. They've won a few Connor titles in two, two of the last three, but they're constantly kind of yo-yoing for Division 1 to Division 2. They do, they do well to get more Division 2, and then they lose every game in Division 1. one yeah, they're yeah. quite competitive doing a lot of the games, but so they've got, they might go back down again this year. Um, I, but back to, this, I suppose, the specific Sligo point. Well, actually, back to what you said with the league. Like, 2001, when it was 1A and 1B, the four semi-finalists were yeah, Sligo, Mio, Galway and Roscommon. But I think, like, club football was so competitive, maybe. It is still competitive, but, like, before Tour de Strand won the two in a row there a few years back to start their five in a row, no one had won two in a row since 89 or yeah, 90, yeah. like. So it just showed it was every year those teams Something popping up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, there's new teams getting to finals, all right, but... Hope it's coming back. I do think it's it is coming back toward Australia, obviously it being the team to beat. Um but then it's easy like the question is how do you fix like a football? Like is <laughs> how do you fix club football? I I don't know. There is, is that, very good yeah. underage structures coming through. Like the miners in the Connor final last year. People you see when people go on about Gaelic down, my problem will be is that I don't think the gap between Dublin and Roscommon or Monaghan's the problem. I think the gap is now between the likes of Sligo and Roscommon. Yeah, there like, is there is there's a, a huge gap, gap there now. Do you know, or like Sligo, say teams like that, like Monaghan, who float around Division 1, Division 2, like they would absolutely, yeah. you know. Um, I do think it's cyclical as well. Though. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. It definitely is. That is true, yeah. yeah. I remember talking to my father about it, and I was like, are they, were they always this bad? And he goes, for 15 years before we would have started going to games, they were absolutely rubbish. Like, yeah. Do you know? Well, not really, yeah, but like the 80s and... So was, that, was that because you put a big push into the youth, and then they come through, uh, and then you get like complacent? A, a serious batch come through within four years of each other, you know? Yeah, Har- you O'Hara, it, yeah. Taylor, Dave Dirk, and them lads, and then you had the 96 minor team was very good, and then the 98 minor team was yeah. quite good. So what's the focus on the youth? Like, what, no, it is. What it, it, there's serious work going in. There is serious yeah. work. I was actually at under 20 training, watching it last Wednesday, and then I was at minor training on Sunday morning. And like, the setup is so professional. Like, and but what about the setup like, outside there. of the, the county squads, like in the, into the community, into the schools? Like, what's been done there? Oh, that's there? all done. Liam Gormley and Stephen Henry and all them, Ross Dunham, Pat Klein. Like, the schools are getting their coaching. Um, but, I, but I just... Is it just... It's, well, is there no, you know what there's not there, and it is with the team, I was saying to someone earlier, there's no big dog of a big midfielder kind yeah, of type yeah. thing, we've, we've lovely footballers, but no big brute who'll just do dirty work and be it's a, been a, a while. I have a theory that that's kind of, it's, it's, you don't see it in the very young ages coming through, like it, that takes, you don't, you know. No, but I'm not even the adult team, there's no yeah. pig of a player, like who's maybe not the most skillful, Yeah. because the boys all playing around the middle are lovely footballers like and that. And just someone who's probably been that way for a good while, though. Well, hell, yeah, like, looking back yeah. on it now, like, um, yeah, a big, you know, like I can't party since Paul Durkin. It's I was going to say Paul Durkin, it's in, like, seemed like insult him, but he done the dirty work. And yeah, he, yeah. He, wasn't, he got his body in the way, like, he wasn't afraid to fucking had to, like, he played the golf pitch sometimes, but he put his head in the way, but yeah, that yeah. was different. No, football was different then. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Um, so I, just, I suppose, small follow up there. So, could any reason why Tortoise Ryan have no players in the county team? I couldn't tell you, um, really. I don't know. There is a few in there in around the there is, No, there is definitely a few in around, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, like, I suppose the, the new management picks the team, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I like think Liam Gohan might have been coming out from an injury or wasn't fully fit. Um, he's one that stands out straight away. But He'd usually start anyway. Though. He would, yeah. Carl yeah, yeah. Um, Henry, I'm trying to think. There's Ushin uh, Kennedy. There's, yeah, there's a good few around, but I don't, I, I don't know why they're not starting to look. You don't nice. pick the team? I don't, and I don't know the ins and outs of it, but... Um, Wardy's asking as well, do you think they're not there? They're focused on, on winning back the Sligo Leitrim <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's so what it is. He's hinting at the, Eclair, the uh, return of a Clare Celtic. 
That's that. Well, yeah. actually, that might lead us into our next question. The, uh, the Maraclarana out there. In the yeah. where, <laughs> it's, it's in ruins. I was out there recently. So would a Clare be, we've just got our question in from uh, Shady McGee, as usual. Yeah. Um, with the return of junior soccer in two weeks, I want to know which old junior team would you like to see brought back to the Summer Super League? The teams that have their old squads, managers and facilities. I'd straight for Keyside. Um, greatest, greatest times of my life. Keyside was used as an example here, actually. Uh, 2006, 2007. 2006, 2007, 2008, now under the guidance of Michael Keegan and drinking and shipping, had some of the best stories I'll ever have, ever. Yeah, so Ross, you, I was there many a Sunday morning. It was unbelievable entertainment. It was out there with people used to town. We used to massive crowds. Massive, I remember going with a few games. Right, stuff yeah. that anything could happen. What was the time? That I was just sitting on the sideline. I think we were all absolutely dying, and McHugh was dying, and the ball just came out over the side of the pitch, and he absolutely lettered it with a volley. <laughs> and the ref came over. Dave Maloney. It's silly. Yeah. <laughs> the yellow card. Gave the yellow card sitting on the bench, and then he was pretending he was really upset with it. <laughs> so not a Clare Celtic anyway to be. Oh, okay, he said all the way, such crack the ship, and Huey Lowry then playing for us later. Ah, Huey Lowry! <laughs> and um, definitely Keyside, Ross, you had a great time. We, had the, yeah, we, yeah. we won the Frank Kennedy Cup with the party back in our house. Yeah, it was, it was uh, somewhat out of a night. The bathtub was taken out of the house, was it? Uh, that was, no, that was the other thing. That was when you lived, that was when you lived above Domino's. The bathtub, the bathtub was taken out. There's a photo of that somewhere, actually. There is, yeah. Joseph and Heinze, I think Kegel's in the background as well. Kegel. The manager's in the bathtub. I suppose I'd have an easy enough answer for that anyway. I'd just bring back Chaffpool Rovers. Oh. Just to bring back the derby. We yeah. had talked. El Chafico. We were both involved in talking about getting a bus out to, for El Chafico load of cans and getting a few flares and just picking one of them to support. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a really regret of mine that we never actually went through with that. They'll never come back, will they? The, oh, I'd say there's such animosity now. It's a deep divide, that one. It is, yeah. The Chaffield divide, like, there's... There's actually, there'll, there'll be books written on that in the future. Sure, yeah. we could do a standalone pod episode from both sides of the camp. We could go out and... Uh, we'll try and reunite them. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, yeah, we could take that on board. <laughs> Since we're getting betting the bull back, that could be our next uh, community outreach. I know twin brothers uh, from that area and... They don't talk. One of them's Rovers, one of them's United. That's just that's the way it is out there. Chaffico is. Christmas yeah. has been ruined. Oh, that is just the way it is. The Chaffico divide. Ross, have you got, have you got anything written down there next <laughs> I have question? nothing written down here, no. Um, I'll find... <laughs> I have a, well, I think I have most of them in front of me here. Um, oh, favourite hole of Bertie's, lads. Always be, uh, that's from John Keane. Uh, favourite hole of Bertie's. in the States, I think. Always been a fan of 16. Attack the pin downhill and finish birdie, birdie, pair. 18 was always a tricky one. So, John there was up and finishing strong there at Bertie's. Yeah. Would you have a favourite there now, lads? I'm too pissed off by the time I get around that fair. Um, <laughs> number five, mine uh, favourite, the Tiddler. Uh, lovely wee short hole. Six. Six, sorry, six, is it? Yeah, yeah. The, t- the five is the one up beside the house you're playing, and then six is the Tiddler. Six, sorry, Jesus. Yeah, I get you now. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, six, the Tiddler, sorry. Um, that's my favourite. Ross? Unsurprisingly, I'm brutal at golf, including pitch and putt. <laughs> uh, these dinosaur arms are just no good for a swing. Uh, We'll go with the saucerator. I think you would, you would have tweeted up about that before, did you? Yeah, we're gonna we were gonna play it off. That it was you. This <laughs> <laughs> a big birdie, but yeah, uh, yeah the saucer, another lovely hole. I probably I can't actually. I've played the hole about a million times, but I can't think of the name of it. But I'd probably go for the thirteenth. Um, every time I step up there, you know, the, the one downhill there, playing back towards the wall. That's every called Philip O'Malley, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big bulger in the middle, and it comes down. <laughs> but yeah, every time uh, I step up in that hole, I, I think I'll. I'll put it close. So 13 will be my personal favourite. I started off like a house. I went out there when the first opened. Like, I don't play it at all, but I, got, I love going on my own. And uh, a few weeks ago, when I first opened a few weeks back, and I went out. You were very early one morning, weren't you? It was, yeah. Too early for Bertie, it seemed. Yeah. He wasn't open. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I started off like a house on fire. A record, two birdies, a pair, and a birdie. 
nice. going around, and I'd say I ended with a 70-something. <laughs> <laughs> the, the collapse. Yeah, the well, actually, collapse. in John's question, he mentioned 16. When I was about 16 or 17, the course record at Bertie's at the time was 42, so we would have played it every day of the summer. Would have went away and played competitions, whatever, but I was 10 under after 15. Jesus. So I was on the 16 tee. Course record was inside. Course record was 12 under the time, 42. And I put it to about maybe 10, 12 feet on 16. Downhill putt, as John's alluding to there in the question. Uh, downhill putt, I thought, I never have a better chance to uh, have, the, have the course record. Went out the putt, lipped out, went about 10 feet by, missed one back up, and buried the last two to finish 11 under. That was always a regret of mine. Was The, the greens aren't in great shape out there at the minute. No, not at the minute, no. <laughs> uh, no. That's, that's a good question, John. Uh, Brennan Fitzsimons, lads, big question. That's a big one. Uh, fair place to watch football as a pub. It means in town. Uh, he says Foley's Bar is his. Yeah, I enjoy Foley's now, I must say. It depends um, when you t- t- what time you get in. You yeah. need to see. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Foley, Foley's um, will be, again, you've got it. There's multiple action on. You've got, I enjoy up the back in Foley's. Mm. Yeah, you've got you've got the two uh, two TVs. Couldn't good, get a gangy in there, no? Yeah, I did enjoy the, the Strand Bar when they had it uh, with the TV. Uh, face is on the other wall. I know when you go in now, you're looking at the TV in the big back room, but it used to be on the other wall, so you were looking out towards the bar as well. Yeah. So you could, mm. you could be nosy of people coming in. You, could, yeah. you might even get the head to the barman, the, the old eye, raised eyes for another pint, <laughs> and a big screen there. But that's that's gone now. Yeah, yeah honourable mention to Anderson's now is not a bad venue for a for a big match in the back. There really for it. No, I've had a few good ones there. Uh, now. Yeah, I went there a couple of times. Special shout out to Furies when Jimmy was working there. Oh, yeah, Euro, what a summer. Euro 2016. What a summer. Yeah, that was a great spot to watch it. Um, you'd miss you'd miss Furies now if we were in mm. in the. I actually like. I know the sponsor us. I might sound like I give them a shout out, but upstairs in the belfry when the projector screen is on, yeah. if you've got yeah. them tables on the dance floor, think of that either. Yeah, no, the, the blue is actually another good place to watch a game. Yeah, um, the trace club used to be great for the football. <laughs> <laughs> the banjo uh, solo at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> good question. Uh, I think that's it, lads. The correspondence is it? Uh, I think we've gone through them there now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Very good. We're going to come back with rugby and the first interview for, with new head coach Joshua Reeves. He's made five, six, seven yards. The great bullock of a man. This. Paddy Johns, welcome to the rugby section, lads. Uh, Ross, I'd apologise to you first off. Yes, please. Very, very sorry. I thought the boys were in a, the under twenty Six Nations camp for all right for next seasons. I didn't realise it. Just didn't a bit of a smart ass comment was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I should bow to your superior rugby knowledge. Um, <laughs> oh, but attention was there? It was raging. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's that? The, the lads are with the Irish under twenties, and it's happening in a few weeks' time. Yeah, the Six Nations is starting in a few weeks. Um, Hubert and Donica, they were. Playing against Leinster A at the weekend, so it was just a trial match. Uh, finished 14 all, so good hit out. I think everyone in the squad was used, so I'd say we'll probably hear in the next week or so how the boys will do if they'll make the, make the final squad. Best of luck to them. Uh, so before I jump into the Joshua Reeves interview, just a few other bits and pieces. Um, next week on this show, uh, we'll have a bit of an episode with um, Killian Gallagher, Stephen Cairns, and Conan O'Donnell. I'm going to chat to the boys this Thursday night, so. Three boys played Irish 20s, a uh, very, very successful campaign. All went on to play senior professional <coughs> rugby with Connacht. Uh, Conan's travelled around in the world, played with the, the, the Sunwolves over in New Zealand now, Ooh. training with the Crusaders, played with the Highlanders. And uh, Stephen is over with uh, Bristol at the moment. So it'd be interesting to catch up with the three boys, just have a bit of a chat about their careers and, and grow, coming up to the ranks in Sligo and all off in three different uh, paths now, so that, that'll, that'll be a good crack. Looking forward to, yeah, to that. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to that myself. 
Yeah, so look, that's it from my end. Um, we'll jump into the Joshua Reeves interview. Yeah, I were... stuffed up the intro, but uh, we, we took a second serve at it and got into it. Look, I got it. Okay, let's hear jo- uh, Josh Ross talking to News Like Rugby head coach Joshua Reeves. Okay, I'm Ross O'Boyle, and um, welcome to the... Oh, fuck me. <laughs> we'll go again. Give it a second. Okay, it's Ross, and here's the rugby review. And I'm really delighted to um, sit down here via Zoom and chat to Joshua Reeves. Josh, we're really looking forward to having you here in Sligo. Um, thanks for taking the time to chat to me today. Absolutely, Ross, mate. No problem. Excited to have a chat to you and, and talk about my coming over to Sligo very soon. Very excited. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be a bit of a uh, culture shock coming from uh, Rio de Janeiro over to uh, Sligo. <laughs> How are you going to prepare for that? Yeah, it's going to be difficult. It's... Um... It's getting a little bit cold here at the moment. It's down to about 21, 22 degrees. So everyone's got their everyone's got their coats on already. I think getting over to Sligo, at least so I get over there, more or less just at the end of the summer, right? So it shouldn't be too bad there. Uh, but no, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you live in a place like, uh, like in Brazil. I live in Sao Paulo, actually, uh, in Sao Paulo, where it's, you know, 18 million people and massive amount of traffic and heaps of people and so, so I'm really looking forward to getting to getting somewhere where there's a few less people and uh, you can you know make some good relationships with people and make some good connections get to know everybody and that's no, going to be great yeah good stuff it's uh yeah it's, it's definitely a different uh, pace of life over here than, than 18 million people but it can seem a bit crazy in Sligo sometimes but um you, you, you'll get to see that for yourself soon enough so listen, talk to me there. You're as you said, you're in camp with Brazil still at the moment. Talk us through camp and what's coming up with the World Cup qualifications. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, it's pretty serious times at the moment. We're training pretty hard. We've just come off a, a hard week of training uh, back this week, so the body's pretty sore. Um, we've got um, basically three big games coming up for uh, for the South American League of the World Cup qualifying. Eh? So the first challenge for us is to is to get past Paraguay, um, which we'd we'd rate ourselves to do, but you've you've obviously got to take it, take it, uh, take it seriously and and uh, and do the business on the day. If, if we're able to beat them, then we go into a three a three-way tournament with uh, ourselves, Uruguay, and um, the winner of of Chile versus Colombia, which 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 we're expecting will be Chile. So Brazil, Chile, and, and Uruguay would, would make up that three-way uh, comp. And, um, so, so this is all this, uh, South American. It's for World Cup qualification, ultimately. Yeah, yep. for World Cup qualification, 20, 2023 in France. Um, so the top two of that sort of three-way three-way tournament there go through to play against the North American League of the, of the qualification, which is uh, USA and, and Canada. Basically, out of that, Two out of those four teams, two will go through to the World Cup, and, and the third one goes through the repechage. So, and the, the 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 North American League of the of the qualifying probably happen in, in November. So, uh, if, you know, all going well through this first uh, first part of the qualification. If we get if we can get past past Paraguay, get past Chile, then uh, then I'll have some more more games for Brazil come November. Okay, so thirty caps at the moment. Thirty caps, yeah, thirty caps, and a few more games. That's over a. Over a four-year period, played my first game for Brazil in 2017. Yeah, you've been pretty much ever present then since then playing for them. Yeah, yeah, I think I've started started every every test match at, at uh, fly half for them, bar one. I think bar one, we've got a young um, young number ten, Lucas Spargo, coming through as well. So he's we've, I've been sharing a bit of time with him. 
over the last year or so. So it's been good. Good stuff. And I know when, um, you know, the boys, when we announced your signing, like a lot of the boys have seen your, those uh, videos on uh, YouTube, highlights there from the games against uh, Canada. Um, they, they were big moments for the club, for, for Brazil, the, the national team. Yeah, massive moments. They're sort of, we, we had a couple of really big wins over the last four or five years. Back in 2016, they actually beat USA. That was before I even, uh, I was playing, uh, which was a monumental win. Then, um, we had a first win in Europe against Belgium in 2017. And then uh, 2018, we 17, we beat Canada for the first time. We beat them again in 2019. So, so yeah, there's been a couple of uh, sort of historic moments for us. Uh, we're the sort of team, we're very emotional, emotional guys, eh, as you can imagine, uh, Brazilians. And so it's not hard for this group to sort of get up for the really big matches. So yeah. you, you come up against uh, Canada or USA or a Maori All Blacks. We played really well against them. Barbarians, and we really get up for those matches. So, so that's been pretty cool. Cool, and let's just and just to take it back a little bit more because uh, obviously you're a uh, New Zealander with that accent. Um, how did you end up in Brazil? Oh yeah, long old story. It's been a journey. Um, I actually came over to Ireland uh, and played. Believe it or not, I came over to play cricket in Ireland. I don't think you guys will believe that, but I came over to play cricket uh, up in uh, North Dublin. And from there, I, I got myself connected with Wanderers Club. So I played a season with Wanderers. Uh, actually, the first year that Sligo was in the, in the AIL, I played, I played for Wanderers. How did the result go that day? Can you remember? I actually wasn't. I, I, had, I had to go home for the first half of the season for a, a family issue. But I think, Wanderer, I think Sligo won that day, actually. Maybe 13-3 or something like that. Good solid game, um, so so hopefully we'll be repeating that result again this year. <laughs> and uh, I was lucky enough anyway. While I was there in Dublin, I was lucky enough, lucky enough to meet my now wife Anna, uh, who's Brazilian, and um, we we lived together a little bit in Dublin. Then she came to New Zealand with me for a couple of years, and uh, then in 2014 we decided to to move to Brazil. Um, my rugby was going decent at the time in, in Christchurch, playing for Shirley Club seniors over there but uh sort of the writing was on the wall a bit for me in terms of my career there it was uh guys like richie moanga coming through at the club level there and, and yeah he goes all right doesn't he he goes all right he goes all right so i said uh you can you can have the uh number 10 jersey there richie i'll head off and uh see what i can do in brazil so and and at the time the the crusaders had a had a partnership with the brazilian rugby union in brazil uh sort of high performance development and so just through a few contacts, I, I learned a little bit more about how rugby was growing in Brazil. So I said it was a pretty good idea for us to, to head over. And um, yeah, I've been pretty, very lucky, very lucky because the rugby has just grown so much in Brazil over the last uh, six or seven years while I've been here. And uh, yeah, just right place, right time, really. So you have a bit of a soft spot for Ireland, having met your, your wife over here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we both do. So uh, I think we... I always had a, a feeling at some point that we would we would get to head back to Ireland. Uh, I've huge admiration for Irish rugby. I think it, you know um, the passion that people approach the game, the detail that people learn the game. It's um, people talk about how impressive it is that New Zealand is uh, you know best rugby team in the world with only four and a half million people, um, but but Ireland being a, a top five team in the world basically with with a sort of similar population. But at the same time, you're sort of dealing with the fact that 
it's not it's not really the national sport you know there's no, other absolutely it's, more, it's, you know, it's, probably, it's, it's probably you know third or fourth um, third or fourth yeah you know so like it, exactly. it really, um, remarkable what they're doing and i suppose to circle on that for a second what is it like being in a soccer mad nation um you know with, with, with soccer as life in, in in brazil what kind of coverage um was the game getting over there was it growing yeah it's it's grown it's difficult because you it's almost um it almost doesn't really matter what sport you are in, in brazil if you're not if you're not football then it's very difficult to uh to get a lot of coverage even the other sports that are quite big sort of struggle for coverage compared to compared to football um and and there's a there's a massive amount of coverage through through espn so a lot of coverage through through espn but but in brazil to really to really gain popularity you have to really get the the free to air coverage, which is probably the similar story a lot of places around the world, isn't it? So, whenever rugby's been able to get that free to air coverage, there's been a real real boom uh, boom effect. So, one of them was obviously hosting the rugby in the Olympic Games in 2016. I think post 2016 there was a huge boom uh, in rugby and uptake in in, in rugby in, in Brazil. Um, it's been difficult over the last year and a half, eh, with with the way things have gone with the pandemic, and and everyone knows how how much Brazil suffered uh, throughout the pandemic. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's been too much too much growth or um, visibility, let's say, of, of rugby over the last year and year or so. But uh, no, we'll get we'll get there. Qualifying for the World Cup will, will help. And I suppose just we'll touch on the the kind of relationship to Sligo because I mean it's very uh, it was very kind of. The way the doors opened up and came about that you came on Sligo's radar. So there is a Sligo connection, how we met. Simon Coulter was over in was it Uruguay or Chile? Was it Chile at the time? Yeah, no, he was he was coaching he was coaching um S and C with Uruguay as with their build up to the World Cup. Yeah. And I uh met him, this is back in twenty nineteen. So met him in twenty nineteen and they were they were developing for the World Cup. We we got on really well. Um invited him to uh, to come and stay at, at my place in Sao Paulo for a couple of days if he was ever down in Brazil. I think a couple of months later, he'd finished up his, his role with Uruguay. You were telling me though, when you picked him up from the airport, he, he, he stood out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, he looked a bit hungover and he was, he was red as a, red as a prawn. Uh, <laughs> so, so I said, well, mate, he's easy to identify the paddy in the airport. Yeah. I said, mate, let's get you home, let's get you. He looked like he might not have eaten for a couple of days. So that <laughs> no, was good. We got him home. We we looked after him. Yeah, and all, all fairness to Simon, he'd be one of the the main reasons that I've uh, that I decided to come over to to Sligo. Uh, he always spoke really highly um, about the place, about the people, about the club. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of good long talks about how much uh, I'd enjoy it there. So yeah, fair play to him. Because um, I remember initially we asked Simon we were looking for we were looking for a prop and we were looking all over the world trying to get a a, a tight head prop in and um, you know we'd ask Simon and and that's uh, how you you recommended uh, Pedro to us yeah um, and and Pedro came over and he's he's been fantastic and you know I kind of feel for Pedro a bit he's, he's still here now and he's he's coming back next season but he only got to play about three or four games you know so he really didn't get to see the full experience of Sligo. So we're really looking forward to, to seeing Pedro now, you know, seeing what he can do next year because he's really fit in with the boys and he was, you know, playing touch last week and he's just uh, such a big, gentle giant, very intelligent man. Um, yeah. So he's just, you know, as you said, you can see that kind of passion, he's a very passionate guy. So we're looking forward to yeah. seeing him now with a big preseason under his belt and getting stuck in. And then also um, from discussions with Pedro, then we came across uh, Guilherme as well. 
uh, and Guilherme came over and same thing as well. He, he, you know, he lit up the game against Buccaneers. He had a really good debut and he was only getting started when the, when the pandemic hit. So, you know, we're delighted to have um, Guy and Pedro back next year. So we're joking on the show next year saying, you boys are going to be the three amigos. That'll be, uh, that'll be your, 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 your nickname when, when you're over here. So it's done. really nice for you to play alongside yeah. them two boys. It'll be good for you to link up with them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, geez, I've, I've a lot of time for both of them. Um, Pedro, as you say, gentle giant, but great guy, good player on the field, big man, but really, really carries his body really well around the field. Um, good scrummager, but just a good, good bloke uh, overall. So he'll he'll be great to great to connect with him again. And and Guy is is uh, fantastic. He just takes the takes the game seriously and and prepares his body really well and and trains his skills excellently and and you know both of them spent you know four four years in the in the brazilian high performance um program you know full-time training for for that you know for a good four years so they're both uh, extremely well well prepared to to play well you know yeah and i suppose this will, 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 will stay on sligo so i know you've already started reaching out to the players building building connections you're really looking forward to getting stuck in aren't you Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Actually, the you know the, one of the main reasons that I um, was so excited to take the role with Sligo is is just that sort of ambitious, exciting, energetic feel um, that I got from the club, got from from you guys, and 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 also talking to a lot of the players early on. Just you know, a lot of them are saying really positive things about what they what we want to achieve this year already. So. Yeah, really looking forward to getting stuck in. But as you say, mostly looking forward to just building those relationships uh, from the beginning. They all seem like really good guys. Uh, yeah. Absolutely love their rugby, uh, love their love their community, and and uh, uh, it's going to be good fun. No, it's, it's going to be good. I know the players are looking forward to um, you coming over. And a lot of the uh, the older members of the club and the, and and the, the, the club members, and they're all asking about you, and they're all really looking forward to getting somebody into the family because that's that's really what it is you know once we take people in you're in like you know it's a there's a lot of a lot of people that come over to play for Sligo and uh, they've settled down over here they've they've they've, they've you know they've, they've married into Sligo and uh, they're still here so look it's 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 a real family family club um as you said yourself it's all about those connections so we're really really looking forward to having you over here and here's hoping it's going to be a pretty successful season Fantastic, yeah, mate. Really looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait to get over. Yeah, all right, Josh. Listen, good man. We'll leave it at that, okay? Thanks for your time, and we'll 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 check in with you uh, when you're getting in ready for them uh, qualifiers and, and see how things are going. All right. Cheers, Ross. All right, good man. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Take care. Okay, Ross, very interesting. Um, Joshua seems excited to come here. I didn't know the Simon Coulter link either, so that's... that's... Yeah, he was the, uh, the, the super agent there, so fair play to Simon. He's done us a, a massive solid there for the... The big red prawn, as he called them. Um... <laughs> No, that's good news. Um, that's a good rubber review, Roscoe, and looking forward to Thursday night. Back with football rovers, Sligo Leitrim. Ingles in! Rovers. Murty, top of the league. Top of the league, yeah. Another good win on Friday. It was Grounded good. out. Yeah, back Dif- to the walls. Different type of win. Yeah, back to the walls sort of stuff. Um, I suppose, look, to send it off, probably... Although, in fairness, Harps were probably the better team up to that point. But um, to send it off, kind of, we nearly just decided what we were going to do for the rest of the game. We just kind of sat in for the last uh, for the last half an hour after getting the uh, second goal. Um, but, yeah, just another great win. Like, I mean... Yeah. They just keep grinding out wins. I, yeah, they're the like, big ones. They're the big points, aren't they? The huge. Ones that you from there. Uh, I don't even think they've played that well this season. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, I think Liam Buckley would be, like, obviously he'd be over the moon with the results, but like, I think maybe the Bowes away game was one game where they really were dominant from start to finish. Yeah. Um, like, Harps had plenty of chances the other night, but look, we won again. We're top of the league. Uh, we'd be top by a few points if it wasn't for them bastards getting fucking late goals. They can't say, well, uh, look, as we, points um, this 10 points from losing, like in, from 88 minutes on. When we were recording last week, the Rover Shams game was about to kick off, so that was obviously a big win, but we don't need, don't, don't need to go into that too much because it was just every, no, yeah, every, every shot for a few days and then Harris, but yeah, we were four points clear and Shams again. Again, late goal, yeah. And actually, I, in a couple of WhatsApp groups, we kind of text about 15 minutes ago and I just wrote Gaffney 90 plus four and sure enough, fucking 10 minutes later, there he was scoring. Uh, look, they keep winning. I suppose we can only really worry. Sign well, of a good team as well, I suppose. It is to be fair to them. Um, but so ahead, like you know, we're heading into the break now. Break's probably I think coming an okay time for us. Uh, it'll be a good time for Shams as well. But I'd say we'll probably be looking ahead at Europe and maybe adding a couple of players to the squad. I went in a second, but it's very interesting something you said last week. I can look at the table and the gap between fourth is something that's that's it's great grown. to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like that's I know I, I did say it. I do always keep like bows are actually in fairness to them are flying. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if. Bows end up being closer to Rovers Shams and Pats. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, they're a good side. Just got off to a bad start. Team to have, yeah. You know, just just had a few issues or whatever. But Georgie Kelly's getting a few goals. Yeah. So like, again, like fourth is usually good enough to get you for Europe. But I suppose just always keeping that. Just I think it's always has to be forefront in the mind because the year 
under Owen Heary the last time when we were successful by not qualifying for Europe the previous year under Barraclough and the year under Owen Heary. That completely just killed off the good times. Yeah. You know, because there was no European money comes in. It makes such a huge difference. And like, I, I'd say, I, I'd assume now, like, don't want to preempt Liam Buckley, but I assume he will be looking at a couple of players. Yeah, I was going to go on to the hut. Do you think what's needed? Uh, we probably opinion. just need a bit more, like, back we just, up. Back up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I'd say maybe, like, I thought Johnny Kenny came on on Friday when it's absolutely excellent and done yeah. what he needed to do. Um, and, like, you know, we still have, like, when you look at maybe, you probably have Ryan DeVries on the bench the other day and you have David Cawley. So, like, even them three lads, you're kind of thinking they'd always be pushing. DeVries but hasn't kicked off yet, has he? No. Season? Like, last season, when he first signed, I know he had no real preseason last year, but he came, he kind of came good after that. He did, yeah. So, I'd yeah. Hope maybe the break now. Yeah, I think, yeah, he, he could be very big for us in the second half of the season. I'd say he'd be looking at some form of attacking option. And maybe I'd be slightly worried if something happened to or someone. Uh, Buckley or John Mann or right. Bulger. Them three are mm-hmm. kind of pivotal. I think we're, we're well well enough covered in the full-back positions. We've got four players for them two positions. Uh, maybe just an extra body in midfield and an attacking winger, striker type of player. Kenny's just wise beyond his years, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He was he really just, what to do, like, so smart. So, so smart when he came on the last day. Um, and like, <clears throat> you know, I... I think even the break will do Johnny the world good when he comes back. Yeah. You know, so he's leaving sir probably is he? <laughs> yeah, he is, he's doing his leaving search, yeah. So no, look, again, it was, it was another great win. Anytime you go up there too, um it was great. It's just great to get a win in Bally Buffet. Like oh. Harps are a good side. Great crowd up there as well. Great crowd up there. I'm actually raging. I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think of it. I would have went. Yeah, I was standing outside standing outside Connolly's having pints on Friday night going Fuck's sake. I, I, I could have drove up there. Yeah. It never even entered my head, but no, um, I didn't think, yeah. Because I think I do I work on Bally Buffet a good bit and like it's easy to just watch. Yeah, yeah it's an easy game there. to watch. Yeah, I fair play to the lads. It was actually uh, you could hear them. You can hear them as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, well, hopefully we're not too far yeah, away. I was just thinking that. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, if Mark <laughs> McSharry can get the job done. Yeah. Come on, Marco. Come on, the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, old Mac is back. Um, some people were kind of giving out, not giving out, but uh, going with the national coverage isn't great off rovers. So I think happy days. Like, yeah, we're not getting keep flying under the radar. Yeah, exactly. You're top of the league. I do think I, I seen a couple of tweets to Dan McDonald. All right. Yeah. Um, to be fair to Dan, he's very like he does a, a very good like League of Ireland podcast. I does, yeah. Johnny, he, um, Johnny Hurd. I, I genuinely think like it is it, like it does be the the journalists are probably all Dublin based. Like, it's always going it to be. It was Dub- Friday evening. It's going, yeah, it, it is always going, probably going to be Dublin centric. The majority of the clubs are from Dublin. Leave them at uh, it. Yeah, leave them at it. I think we just fly under the radar here. Nobody talks about us. Oh. Do you know? Even a couple of weeks ago, the word was that Pat's edge closer to. Yeah, Charles. after we were taught. Yeah, yeah, after we so it didn't make any sense. We went we've gone ahead of Pat's or whatever. So. No, let them talk away and we just keep out here doing our thing. I believe the uh, European Conference League draw is on Monday, no, this day two weeks, I yeah, think. This Monday. Or no, we'll know, we'll know the seeds this is two weeks and it's on the next day, is it or something? Yeah, anyway, you, can something kinda, like you can kind of nearly tell from the way. Right, some, some boys doing some good work there, Eamon Kelly. Eamon Kelly's a great man for the, yeah, for the European stuff. So look, it looks like there's going to be a few uh, tricky draws in there, but there are some good ones in there as well. Um... Like with French teams would be grand. I remember when when you were travel. Like obviously, I don't think there'd be many traveling to the game. Um, yeah, some will, I guarantee you. Yeah, but back in the day, you used to be just looking for the, like the stupidest draw possible, yeah, or yeah, yeah. the craziest place to go to. There's a few Albanian teams in it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Tur- Tur- yeah. yeah. The, that the the Slovakian crowd, uh, Trnava, that we played. Yeah. They're they're a seeded team in it, um, and they were all like that time we played them. They were all right. They weren't great, but um, like looking at it, if Coleraine are going to be seeded. Jesus. And that Welsh team, Ballatown, yeah. like especially when we're not travelling, I think just give us the easiest draw possible. Like it, it's just worth so much money to progress now. 
you could charter an old um, boat from Mullockmore over to the way if we get the Welsh team. Yeah, from Mullockmore. From of course. We'll look into that. Okay. Sligo Leitrimurti fixtures were released for the new Super League, Summer League, or whatever is the title on it. Yeah, it's sponsored by. Mike, go through the fixtures first. Yeah, so it's sponsored by SIS Pitches. So he's kind of, what's happened is the two leagues are still, it's two cups for uh, the Super League and for the Premier League. Um, so first games are kicking off at the, on Sunday the 13th of June. So basically in the Super League, the teams have been split into two groups. Um, so the top two in each group will go through to a semi-final. Uh, third and fourth will play off for a shield. And then obviously the two winners will go to the final to, to win the, the Summer Cup. So uh, in our group now, there is uh, Ballastadair, Carberry, Arrow Harps, and ooh, there's one other team. I've forgotten them. I have a question on that. I've seen the fixtures on the Strand Celtic page, okay? Yeah. One of the Super League groups is four teams and the other is six. No, no, that's just That's wrong. Yeah, that is wrong. No, the, 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 the original fixtures, he corrected okay. the fixtures. Okay. Uh, there's two groups of five. That's confusing. Not gonna... uh, sorry, there's, no, sorry, there's one group of six because there's an, an, an even number of teams. Oh, so there's 11 teams Super League now? No, there's 12, but Cliffney aren't competing in the Summer Cup. They're all on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've decided not Team to compete for, for whatever reason. So uh, the two groups are split up. So I'll just give you, just for a flavour, the first fixture is there on the 13th of June. So it starts off at Ballast Air against Carberry. And there's the Carberry van. There's the, <laughs> <laughs> the window. Sorry. There we go. That's go it. So Ballast Air, Carberry, and then we are away to Arrow Harps that first Sunday morning. In group two, you've Ahana against Manor. Ballymote against Merville and MCR against Strand. So that'll be the Super League fixtures. Um, okay. Then going into the Premier Division, uh, you have Glenview are playing Garching. Actually, Garching have pulled out of that league this morning, so they must have been able to field. So that would be a 3 0 win there straight for Glenview. Uh, so they Group 1 with Drummer Hare playing Colliery. That'd be a derby of sorts, I suppose. Yeah. And then in Group 2, you've uh, Ennis Grown against Carrick and Clanny against St. John's. So basically, you've got 11 of the 12 Super League teams. Uh, Tubber were the team I forgot in our group. And I think you have eight of the 11 teams in the bottom league. Okay. So, so it's uh, going week and week, no minutes. Week and week, no break. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have a break week. I think ours is actually at the end because there's an odd number of teams. But no, it's going straight through to we have fixtures up to including the 11th of July. I assume the semi finals and final will be the week after. Um, good. I think the Connacht FA were looking for all competitions that recognise 2021 to be finished by July the 22nd. Right. So that, yeah, I assume we'll, we'll probably be looking at maybe a midweek semi-final and final if we get that far. As we so, said last week, good to get back on the pitch. We're yeah. going to try and uh, stream, do a stream one yes. of the matches. we might be streaming one of the matches with Elite Sport Video. So hopefully give you 90 minutes of non-stop action. Football. Football. <laughs> yeah, I suppose <laughs> this day and next week, we'll be the week before yeah. we're back to the pitch so we might have a little preview uh, we could do a preview we could do a, a preview, preview uh, predictions well you couldn't stick me in the predictions but <laughs> <laughs> we put me stick out the character ones but yeah, yeah we'd probably look at it we will look at doing something uh, no we will we'll probably more matches, week, yeah. um, okay very good back with uh, GA chance here for Jesse Sloane can he score yes Okay, lads, um, last uh, sporting review, I suppose, of the, the week. The GA, um, Sligo footballers beaten again. They lost in Louth. Uh, very disappointing. Halftime, uh, they lost 3-18-1-14 at halftime. Um, it, it looked on against the wind in the first half. Pretty pretty impressive performance, I thought. Uh, Mikey Gordon got an early goal, um, but just completely... Oh, 
disintegrated in the second half, really. Um, Lowe got now Lowe got a goal from the throw up, but again, cut through the middle. And it seems the teams can just cut through them now, like lads running 50 or 60 yards without a glove been laid on them. Do you know? Yeah, it's no. kind of seen through the story of the last five or six years. I now, agree with you there. Um, and a few people have said that as well. Just the second half, yeah, there was fellas taking off and going and seemed hard to keep up with them. And then it looked. Look, the full back in the half, then they're in trouble because all this is a wee pop to a player yeah. and like, over the bar of goal. Because we were saying last week that, you know, of the scores, what did they score against Antrim? 3-12? 3-7 from threes. Yeah, but then on the other hand, they conceded 3-13. They did, yeah. They're after conceding 3-18 now yesterday. Yeah. You know? And whatever conceded against Leeds was it 18 points. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, Huge scores, like, you know, I know. Yeah. But football, I suppose everyone's scoring. But like, everyone is scoring, yeah. Um, only three or four points scored in the second half, but yeah, you're right with the fellas running off the pitch, but. Like if fellas are running at that defence, what 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 do you do if you have to stick or twist, go to the ball, get it popped over your head, or try and hold them up? Um, just disappointing because at half time it looked like they're on for the league semi final. Um, I didn't think Loud were really up, not up to a huge amount. Um, they got it. They tagged on a few scores Loud just before half time. A few big kicks from uh, it was a burn in midfield and that kind of it was a sign, not a sign of things to come, but like that that. Held them a good stick. It's like we're up at six points at one stage against the win, but um, yeah, it's disappointing. Um, it, yeah, it's a big, it's a big swing now not to be competing, you know. To it is, but like there's the huge complaints from last year. Honestly, I don't see a huge amount of change in what was going on last year either. So um, I don't know. Nine referees back, I know, but look, uh, they're now in the shield. So Division Four Shield final. They weren't supposed to be in it. But Leitrim pull out today because the Bannonmore Festival. Yes, spoke that news earlier, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, now that we were given. Yeah, your man. Well, we got a call. That's why the reason. But that might not be true. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not true at all. Uh, it's definitely not true. <laughs> <laughs> so Wexford have had a war campaign. So that's in two weeks' time. In a, I'll tell you what the shield was. Anyways, first of all, um, it was a t- the two bottom teams in each division. Now there was only three teams in the other in the Division Four South. So Wexford went into that. But Sligo weren't supposed to be in it because if they played the same final and won it, they couldn't play the final because they're playing Mayo the next week. But now Leitrim have pulled out. It's going to be a final against Wexford in Leash in two weeks' time. And look, it's, it's, it's a good game to get because it's better than a challenge game, which they might not have got any around the place this late. Yeah. And Wexford aren't going so well. So maybe try something out there, get a win, mm-hmm. and that's confidence. And yeah. then maybe, the, not forgotten about, but the Lau game has gone out of the mind then a bit. Yeah, yeah. Because Mayo is in four weeks' time and they are pissing through <laughs> Division Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a hot knife through butter. Yeah. They're good. They well, are looked at when they're up when they're although I chance that Mayo kinda Mayo can play it play at the level of the team they're playing against. They dropped it they definitely they definitely dropped at the level of the teams they're playing against. They can, at. but is they're a bit more like they hammered down and they put a good score against Mead yesterday, so like they can Because even the Westmead game. The Westmead game they, they weren't yeah, not that I wasn't overly impressive, but they always looked like they were going to win, and that's. Sort of, I was watching them too, and you never felt like they were going to lose. Kind of. I think it's like, look, we'll talk this later on because we might have a preview show with RF. Is the talk, Ross? Yeah, that's the talk. We're trying to get something sorted there for the before the match. Something. Yeah, the big up for the match. <laughs> <laughs> but me, yeah, we'll talk more of me all later. I was again thinking of like the Paddy Durkin that run and run and run at Sligo, but um, I'm sure Mark needs a plan. Like they've known months out that. That is me in Markwich, so 
I'm very hopeful still. Maybe it's a shame now. It's maybe it's like, naivety, but you know, you know when championship goes round, you're hopeful. It's a shame just the way it's panned out now with the league, because you know, like up it is a bit, yeah. Seventy minutes up in Belfast, you're you know but that was it, yeah. Going to be two from two, and yeah. it's a different kettle of fish. You're heading if, off to a semi final next week. And, true, and and then half like there's been there's definitely been good performances, like hundred percent. And it is very short. Like look, let's be fair. Like in normal league circumstances, if you lose away to Antrim and Louth. It's not that you know. You'd pick up another few wins at you'd home. Pick up another, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's not probably that. Uh, no, it's it's not. It's not. It's no. just the second half yesterday. Was just yeah, it was. It was very disappointing like, yesterday. Um, now, but. but look, it is what it is at this moment in time. So Wexford into his time is that for the footballers, but the hurlers, uh, they're on a roll. Um, Jared Kelly Lynch was absolutely buzzing for them. He scored three nine. They put Longford five twenty three to two nineteen. So that was a high scoring one. Um, they're flying along again Flying in the league yeah. This is an amazing yeah. run of league I they're, think they're, they're, they're training up the divisions in the league Alright so Which is good Our old Sligo Sats friend had a, a stat up I think at the What weekend. was that again? Just about how many games they'd won in the last two okay. or three years Yeah but 14 I guess Yeah um, they're very impressive now you know. They're going well Yeah a bit Longford uh, Kelly Lynch again I said he's not the footballers this year So he's playing well And three players made it on the Team of the week Team of the week uh, Jared K. Lynch Butter Tony midfield And Kevin Banks Calaris Hill Hillman Keep safe, Kevin, and come back to the senior couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. For the club. <laughs> Watch yourself out there now, will you? But uh, no, it's very good. And Banksy is. I was uh, I was watching them train. <laughs> I'd creep up the garden a good few evenings. Fucking bored, but um, was watching training game. Yeah, he was. I hadn't actually seen much from playing hurling to be honest, but he was uh, very tidy. Um, so they're they're going well, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how promotion works. And I'll have to look into that. It's looking on the. There's actually a very good. Twitter page called GA League Tables and but he'd no Division Three table off or Division yeah three B table. I think you usually me. have to win it, don't you? Do you? I'm not sure it's a final or what. Um, yeah. Now, two three weeks time, Christy Ring comes around and Mayo come, or Mayo or Offaly, sorry, come to Markovich. Now they're there's a bit between the teeth this year because they've been they in doll drums for a few yeah, years. So, yeah, um, that'll be that's going to be the test they've been looking for for years. <laughs> yeah, championship hurling against yeah. a, a, a county that are. Well known for the hurling, so going well for them. And as well, the ladies are going very well. Another good so win for the after, ladies. After uh, poor, poor year last year. Uh, they're flying, yeah. Uh, Anthony Brennan managing them. Uh, 2 12 to 7 points, but Fermanagh away. So they've won in down and in Fermanagh in the first two games. So that's impressive. And they didn't concede a goal either in the two games. I've seen Liam Bailey's with the he does the Ball Talk podcast, a good stat. Their goalie for the last two games had never played a club or a county game in goals until two weeks ago. <laughs> now, she's play, now she's played two games. Uh, is it Emma Gohan? I'll have to look it up. But, um, two clean sheets. Two clean sheets. Um, yeah, unreal. So they're two from two as well. Anthony Brennan in charge of them. Um, I was going to say something. Yeah, Fermanagh won the junior learning last year, so they're not, not a bad team. So hurlers win, ladies win, footballers lose, unfortunately. Um, look, we talked with the footballers and that... that uh, that question that came in earlier about what to do with Sligo football. There was a big thing last year after Sligo didn't play the championship. Uh, what, what was the headline? I think Austin O'Callaghan done wrote to him, what, what is the problem with Sligo football or something? I fuck. Can we get a bit over... What's the word? Are we over-ambitious maybe at times? Possibly, yeah. But well, you have to be ambitious. Like I know yeah. the likes of Neil Ewan, you said in his interviews like he wants to compete and they're well able to compete. And they are, but... Yeah, I suppose even if you look at from when Ewing would have first come into the Saigo team in 2008, I think he said. Well, he came into a kind of champions, yeah. Yeah, and like just to the level where they've got, like, I know I've probably mentioned it here a couple of times, but I just find it so hard to believe that in 2012, when we 
Mayo by point, two points. Yeah. Was it a point or two points in that Connacht final? Yeah. Mayo probably sh- should have won that. Well, the Donegal beat them in that All Ireland final. But just the, the difference between 2012 and 2015, and then even 2015, it seems to have dropped again because the day we bet Roscommon in 2015, that day just seemed a long way away as well, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Saigo, I, uh, so I, I suppose, as we talked about anyway, I suppose throughout the history, they've spent a lot of time in Division 4. So maybe we are. Yeah, and you know, I said last year, Division 4, a few years Division 4 mightn't do any harm. Any harm, yeah. Like, at least you're... Like, you're playing county football against teams. Like, loads. They came down for Division 3 last year. Like, they're not bad. I think Mantram were on the way up. So I know, like, we all want to be competing and competing, but sometimes just you, you can't. Two teams can only go up. Yeah, and for um, probably the, the last two or three years they were in Division 3, they were just on the border of being relegated anyway. They probably, it was they, tied a few years, yeah. yeah. They never looked like they were going to get promoted. Maybe there was one year, maybe by 2017, they looked like they might have, but they were never, like, you know, they sh- sh- got seven defeats that last year to play in Division 3, so going to Division 4 might be no harm for them. No, I know? don't think it's panic. Like, oh, no, look, that's not the right word, but everyone's looking for what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. Just let it happen. We need to get a few wins, but I think it's clear, like, skill-wise, I think we're play- better with players to compete with anyone, and I've said it with the forward line. Um, look, it'll come good. We won't... We won't. Panic just yet. 26th of June, RF. <laughs> okay, um, lads, okay, we'll come back to the last bit. We're going to do the dancer for the first time this season. Oh, the Sligo, Sligo dancer. There's a Kaylee in the tavern, come on in. When you drive the ball down the field, what are you doing? Okay, the first Sligo Dancer of the series, uh, sponsored by Bavaria Zero Zero. <laughs> Drinking and driving, have a Bavaria Zero Zero. <laughs> okay, lads, who are you going for? Um, go on, Ross, you go first. I'll go for my surfer, fellow Callery man, Garage McDade. Yeah, the only fellow he's a Callery man there because Aaron O'Donnell has just, <laughs> just wrote in to the Instagram page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but nonetheless, he's dancing for me. Honed in Strand Hill, though. Honed in Strand Hill. Oh. We just got another correspondence, and we might read this out, actually. Roger. Uh, we'll read it out after this. I, um, sorry, Marty, go Yeah, on. I'm going to go. I know I mentioned that last week, but um, Billy Brennan, who was accused of handicap tampering by Shane Ward last night. but What? Yeah. It, wow. It, 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 he, Wardy was accused of him now of big stuff last night. But anyway, Billy got a hole-in-one on the second hole. It was 160 yards into the wind. In Strand Hill. In Strand Hill. 160 yards into the wind, and he put a six iron straight into the hole. It cost me a pretty penny, so I did now having to pay him out, because we do have a few side bets, but... Uh, <laughs> It's an unbelievable achievement. Like genuinely, like I, I don't. I'll go through my life, and I don't know. I, I probably the odds are probably against me ever getting a hole in one in golf. Bertie's now a different kettle of fish, but like at golf, it's completely. It is like it, it, they're they're so hard to get. So yeah, he gets my nomination. Fair play, Billy, um, and shame on you, Wardy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna go for Jared Kelly Lynch, lads. Score three nine in a game. If yeah. anything, is uh, eighteen points. Hurling. Uh, so herders on the up. Tough round this week. So yeah. who's going to get them? You'll have either have Garage McDade in the sea with a pair of wife fronts on him, <laughs> Billy on the golf course. I heard talking out for Carter in a couple of weeks. Billy <laughs> Lynch in Markfitch Park. Uh, Stereo dancers for the week. We'll get that photo up in a while. Uh, we just one more bit of correspondence in while we're talking there. Declan Baskell, um, he off Sligo Leitrim Twitter page fame. Sligo Leitrim soccer page, yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, Copyright. Um, best, to- it, it kind of goes into Fitzo's question and Nigel Kernin's Carvery uh, bit. Oh, mm. It's best hostelry to watch the Euros during outdoor pint... Oh, sorry, I, I thought he went eating as well. It doesn't go into them two questions, so... <laughs> best hostelry to watch the Euros during outdoor pint regulations. 
uh, well, with that one, we'd pro- I don't. Of course, when they do it, is the question. Yeah. <laughs> the only place I can think of at the minute with a TV outside is. Foley's have a marquee at the back. Foley's have a marquee at the back, actually. That would be yeah. no. That first be, come, first serve. And they had the they TV. They've done a lot of uh, works there. Do they? Yeah. Bear Garden. They've got I, a sincere, sensational yeah. Bear Garden. Blue looks amazing now. I think you're young Peter Meehan in a shout out. Yeah. I never talked to him. Peter's top lad. Top lad. There's a teacher in Summerhill who was telling me last week about him, like, that he's. He transferred to us and he goes, you know Peter Meehan, do you? And I said, no. He goes, he's telling on me all about uh, the Clara Mansion for I transferred. Like, I never talked to him in life. Uh, Peter, and he said he's going to be a politician. But, uh, I lo- yeah, I have good time for him. I Peter's a gentleman, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, actually, I think he, he did, uh, my brother was telling me he did some sort of blockbusters, they did a blockbusters game in Summerhill for the Leaving Search or something. Peter presented it, but uh, Peter is... Uh, he's a man about town for oh, 17 years of age, isn't he? He really is, he really Why is. Why get him on at some stage? Yeah. And he knows all about junior soccer as <laughs> he well. Does, he's, he's a like, great, he's a good he's, he's, on Twitter as well. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, well involved in St. John's, but... He'll be um, a future dancer here, we're thinking. He could be a, a co- co-host. And he's got good plans for the blue. Yeah, uh, He comes from good stock. Eh? His yeah, father yeah. is the top man as well. Sorry, so you're saying, um, where is there? The blue, do they have the blue TV out? We, I'd say they will have TVs now. They've, they've done a, a whole pile of work down there, but uh, I suppose... Foley's. Foley's. The out, didn't Belfry used to have one out in the... Out Smoking area, yeah. Yeah, they'd have one there. I assume the places are going to have them now for that month. Like. The car park will have to do something, because the snug, the snug in the car, all those places people are at this, these days, mm. isn't it? Because yeah. I know of some one man who was there drinking last night. and There was a few... I actually, I was coming back from Mullochmore last night uh, via Cliffney, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tan here now. It's it's not a far it's not a fireman's tan. It's an all over. <laughs> it's an all, an all over tan. Yeah. Uh, popped in to uh, meet a couple of messers there in the uh, Stephen Street car park. Yeah. I got in there at nine o'clock. They just stopped serving. I was right. looking to get a Guinness for the road and it revoluted John Quinn a five or twenty minutes earlier, but he didn't go to the bar and get me one. But ah. that's neither here nor there. And uh, it was actually, to be honest with you, there was music being played. There was crowds of people everywhere, but it was really tame and okay. it was nice. Like it was. Uh, I think I was there Friday night now, and there was a, it wasn't busy or anything. There was a few drinks. It was nice. I was actually impressed. The behaviour was good. Just by yeah. nine o'clock. Like, Saturday now, I think was a bit more. There was a yeah. lot more, more people there Saturday, right. but I suppose. They might throw I, TVs out there. Give, yeah, them, so. give, give them bins and toilets and see how they go. Just, like. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like it's. Oh, we'll, we've gone we'll be back on COVID that. talk again. It's a, yeah. yeah. But I say it. Look, I, I, in answer to the question, I assume that most pubs for the month of June are going to have some sort of TV out there anyway. So. Well, look, we'll say the blue, the Belfry, and Foley's at the back. Yeah. yeah. Good? Good. Yeah. Good to go? That's us. That's us, yeah, for okay, this week. Okay, see you next week. I'm going back to where the beach is near ah! The beer is to you There's plenty of other women out of the crowd Walking around the middle of the second Along the strand and smuggled over At your back by the Well, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the bookie shop, I done.